Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. On today's episode, we dive into another big question. Uh, this one about one Tomas Hurdle, and if last year reasons to panic or was just a bump in the road for Tomas Hurdle. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. Um, I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. You can follow along or subscribe for free wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, check us out on YouTube as well, where all the episodes drop first. And today we're going to be talking about Tomas Hurdle. Um, very kind of polarizing season from Hurdle last year where, you know, it just didn't feel like the same Hurdle uh, that we've come to know and love from the past couple seasons. And of course there was the, the, the sharks trade the wrong player with the hurdle Meyer debate. So we're going to kind of talk about hurdle um, look at why the last season wasn't as bad as we think um, and what kind of steps that we can improve to where that hurdle can improve to kind of re you know, find his game again. Um, so before we get into all that, I do want to let you know that today's episode is Brought to you guys by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. All right. So with Tomas Hurdle, um, way we're gonna start this, of course, is we're gonna kind of do a nice little review. Look at his, you know, numbers. Look at his the analytics. What do they tell us? Um, and then we're gonna kind of dive into. Why, if if this season was really as bad as we think it was from Hurdle, and kind of and finally end up where Hurdle, kind of the the steps Hurdle can take to improve um, going forward, and maybe what the Sharks can do to help Hurdle kind of put him in the best position to succeed. So, um, Hurdle, of course, played seventy nine games last year. Um, was the three games he missed? Two of them were for a suspension, uh, which was a head shot, if I recall, um, back in December. Um, warranted, don't hit guys in the head. And then he missed a game from the birth of his child. Uh, so fully healthy last year from Tomas Hurdle. Again, missing two games for suspension and then the birth of a child. 22 goals, 41 assists last year, had 183 shots on goal, averaged 19, 17 time on ice. Corsi four or shot attempts at five uh, v five, 52.47 goals for 43.80%. And that number is kind of out that that's, that's I think what we're going to dive into here more in a little bit. Um, His, Numbers from the athletic, his player card. Um, remember, he's in the first year of his uh, new $8.1 million contract. Market value, 7.3. Uh, so apparently he's uh, slightly overpaid. Um, 93 percentile in time on ice. 73 percentile for goals. 
um, and then assist 91st percentile points 87th percentile with 60 uh projected 60 points he ended up with uh 63 or whatever so um expected goals for 33 so a little bit um kind of under there and we'll, we'll get into that number here in a second 94th percentile um defense i think is is again what we're going to be kind of Herping on here with Tomas Hurdle with his defensive uh, 30th percentile um, from the uh, guys at over athletics um, evolving hockey card. Uh, not pretty at all. Uh, 22 percentile for a first line center um, 64 percentile offense. The defense again, eighth percentile um, goals above replacement expected goals above replacement. We're both, you know, like three or four kind of in that range for him. But the defense there, uh, goals above replacement defensively was minus four. So he gave up four more goals than he should have type of situation. Expected goals above replacement. Um, uh, yeah, not good as well. Um, penalties drew, didn't draw as many as you would expect. Took a little bit more than you would expect. Um, plenty of, you know, power play time, 235 minutes. Uh, only put 18 minutes shorthanded, which is kind of expected, especially when you have guys like uh, Stephen Lawrence, Logan Couture, um, you know, Nick Benino to start the season. And you you had Matt Nieto, you had plenty of other guys who kind of, Nick, Nico Sturm, who can kind of shoulder that load. So that way Hurdle can kind of play more offense. So um, wasn't the prettiest season um, for one Tomas Hurdle when it comes to kind of the counting stats, but it really wasn't kind of, I, I think it really wasn't that far off from last year. Um, I, like I said, I think the big thing for him was kind of that defense. And um, what I did basically is I kind of looked at, you know, with, with Hurdle, is it, uh, is it hurdle? Is it who he played with? Is it the team? And I think it's a little bit of everything, right? And I think it might just be a little bit of bad luck for Tomas Hurdle. Um, digging into kind of like if you look at his analytics, um, kind of especially comparing last year where he had a great season, right? They signed him to a new contract. Um, you know, you felt like hurdle, this is going to be kind of hurdle going forward. And I really, really think it might just be kind of a bit of bad luck for, for Tomas Hurdle, to be honest, especially with the goals given up. And I'm not a big plus minus guy because there's so much stuff that could go, you know, you could do things right and somebody else on the team, right? Like there's so many things that go have to go into one scoring a goal and one giving up a goal. And you can do something right, but if the goalie which we've talked about the goalies so far, how bad they were. We talked about that on Monday. Um, you know, you could do stuff right, and then all of a sudden, you know, they just let in a bad goal. Or Tomas Hurdle had plenty of just bad kind of mental errors. I, I'm sure you guys are all thinking of the same goal from the Toronto where he just literally just gives it up. It's a 1-1 game late in the third period just a, a terrible pass. And then all of a sudden it's two, one and you know, the Leafs go on to win that game. Um, 
this season, for example, he was on the ice for 68 goals against while his goals for were 53. Um, the 68 was his highest in his career. Uh, the second highest was the 2018-2019 uh, season where he was on the ice for 60. Uh, but counteract that would be on the ice for 63 goals. So, you know, a plus three, if you will, um, at least at five on five. So I think we're going to dive into kind of the rest of the analytics and then look at what hurdle needs to do to kind of, um, you know, get back and what the sharks need to do for him uh, to kind of get us back to, to the too much hurdle um, of old. But before we do that, uh, do need to take a quick break, talk to you guys about our friends over at game time. Um, you guys, right now, it is that time of year where you're trying to buy top tickets, especially with summer coming up, um, concerts, plenty of sports. You, you maybe want NBA playoff tickets and go Warriors, go Kings. Um, maybe your baseball. We have the A's and the Giants back, of course. Um, now, but you know the hassle of trying to buy tickets, right? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Um, great thing about it, their flash deals on last minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy tickets to any kind of event in your area. You also get to see where you're going to sit. There's nothing worse than, you know, buying a ticket and it's a terrible seat. So you can actually see where you're going to have um, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection. Doesn't matter. They got you covered there for in case something happens. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use the code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. So the big question with hurdle was, was this year really as bad as we think it was, especially compared to the hurdle of old, right? And kind of before we get into, you know, why the reasonings might be, it wasn't that bad. I pulled up hurdles, um, three year card from evolving hockey. And I'm going to have this up on the screen right now. Um, his numbers in the past three years are outstanding. 88th percentile um, as a, the, a first line center, 86th percentile, 73rd percentile defense. And this is for the 2020 season, the 2021 and 2022 season. So the year's ending. Um, so we had the COVID season after the COVID and then uh, the COVID bubble, the weird kind of season after. Anyway, hurdles like numbers are really good, especially the defense, the even straight defense there. Um, is this is I'm more inclined to believe that this was a kind of blip on the radar, especially defensively, um, just because of the roster turnover that we have seen from the Sharks. Um, I know as a first line center, you are supposed to kind of pick up the slack and kind of make your teammates better around you. But we got, we know, right. Not one person can do everything by themselves. Um, you know, looking at, at what hurdle has actually, you know, like had his analytics this year, his number, a lot of his numbers are better than last year. Um, expected goals for this year. 
62.37 last year when he scored 33 goals. Um, he was at a 50.18 percent expected, you know, scoring chances this year. Four, he was in the ice for 715 scoring chances compared to 607. I know he plays with, uh, he played with Eric Carlson and he played with Timo Meyer a lot this season, but he's still out there doing positive things. And it's not like those guys weren't around last year. And I know both those guys had amazing seasons, high danger chances. Hurdle was on the ice this year for 322 high danger chances. Last year was 259. Um, high danger chances allowed. Again, pretty comparable to last year. He had 249 this year. Um, 238 high danger chances. So the defense there was pretty similar. High danger goals for 31. Last year was 34. High danger goals allowed 31 this year, 28 last year. So again, really comparable numbers when it comes into that. Even the like the zone starts this year, he had way more offensive zone starts, 435 compared to 348 last year. Neutral zone starts, 388 compared to 315 last year. And defensive zone starts, he got better zone starts this year. So I honestly think it was just kind of bad luck for a lot of it for what happened to Hurdle. Um, we know after Mike Greer talked about at the kind of the exit interviews that hurdle kind of needs to work on his consistency, especially when it comes to his leadership qualities, right. And not letting these things kind of bug him. And that's something we've heard from hurdle the past couple of years and not just from Quinn and Mike Greer, but also from Bob Bugner as well. Um, just hurdle. He can, he wears his emotions on his sleeves. And when things don't go well, sometimes, you know, we've seen hurdle get really frustrated. And I think, this year was a very taxing season, especially for, for hurdle and for all the sharks fans too, uh, for all the sharks players of just how everything that kind of felt like it could go wrong. This season did get wrong, go wrong. So that's why I'm inclined to believe that hurdles. I think like hurdles offensively, like he was a point off of what he did last year. Um, you know, again, so he had 30 goals last year, 34 assists for 64 points in 82 games. This year in 39 and 79 games, he had 22 goals, 41 assists, and 63 points. Um, but last year, again, plus minus is a terrible number. Minus nine this year, minus 36. Like, I think it was just bad luck. And, and what we've seen from the Sharks all season of everything that could go wrong went wrong. And everything, every time something could go catastrophically wrong, it did go catastrophically wrong. So that's why, um, I'm not as worried to be honest and with hurdle and what um you know going forward um i think there's things to improve on and one of those things i think is actually going to be him shooting more um i think this year he deferred to timo meyer a bit too much and i know especially after the first eight or nine games timo meyer was a man on fire this year until he got traded um I went through hurdles, uh, hurdles kind of game log and 57 games before, uh, he played 57 games before Timo Meyer got traded. Um, during that time, he had 15 goals, 33 assists, 48 points. Um, and he took 125 shots, averages out to 0.26 goals per game, 0.58 assists per game, 0.84 points per game, in 2.19 uh, shot attempts per game. Okay, not too bad. Um, you know, especially those point numbers, 0. 0.84. 
Those are very, very good. Um, afterwards, so in 21 games after Timo Meyer got traded, he had seven goals, 0.32 points, uh, goals per game, eight assists, 0.36 assists per game, 15 points, 0.68. Um, and he took 58 shots, which is 2.64 um, shots per game. So he jumped up by nearly half by over by nearly half a shot more per game. Well, that doesn't sound like much. If you're taking more shots, you're just more likely to score. And we saw that with his his goal production also jumped up by nearly uh, by uh, a tenth of a goal or 0. 0.05 uh, goals per game. So. Put in perspective for, you know, um, Tomas Hurdle for how his seasons went. So 21-22, he had 30 goals. He shot at, uh, he had average 0.37 goals per game. Uh, assists, he had 34 at 0.41 assists per game. Points, 0.78 points uh, with 64 assists. And he had 205, which is basically two and a half uh, shots per game. This year... Assists, the goal numbers were down, uh, like I said, 22.28 goals per game. The assists, uh, 0.52 assists per game with 41. And then the points was 63, and he had 0.8. So he actually had more. His points per game was actually better this season um, than it was last year. Numbers pretty close, just more assists. Again, I think deferring to Timo Meyer a tad too much. And his shots were at 2.32 uh, shots per game this season total. And then in comparison to his, I looked at from the 2017 to 2022 season. So I kind of, that that chunk of where we saw Tomas Hurdle really establish himself. So that age 24 season to last season, 336 games, 0.36 um, goals per game, assists, 0.42 assists per game, points, 0.78 assists per game, shots, so 2.88. Um, so I think that's that is right there is what hurdle needs to do more going into next season um, before we kind of dive into kind of the shots and what else the sharks can do for Tomas hurdle to make sure that we get the best Tomas hurdle going forward. Um, do want to take a quick break. Uh, thank you guys for making locked on sharks. Your first listen every day, every day or tomorrow on the show, we're going to be talking about Capo Kakinen. And if he, if it's he's the answer, or if it is time to give up on the potential of Capocacni and kind of being that number one goalie, uh, so make sure you guys are locked in uh, wherever you get podcasts, and of course you can watch on YouTube as well. All right, so I think that's the first thing Tomas Hurdle can do next year um, is. Be a bit more selfish, especially with your shots. We know what type of player Hurdle is. Um, he's, I think this year he became a little bit too much of a facilitator. Maybe he's trying to help us, but I think he kind of said that, right? Trying to help out Timo Meyer a little bit too much. And Timo Meyer is a, an amazing player um, who had an amazing year for the Sharks and the Devils, right? Hitting the 40 goal mark. But, all right, Timo Meyer is gone. You. You have to be kind of the offensive force for this this team going forward. You know, we talked about Logan Couture next year, and I expect Couture to kind of continue to be the guy, especially if Nico Sturm plays the way he does, and if Alexander Barabanov plays with Logan Couture. But 
I think for Hurdle, though, you he needs to be more selfish, and I think he needs to shoot more. And I think he's going to have that opportunity next year, especially without a guy like Timo Meyer. That that's that's the big thing is him kind of refining his shot in that offensive game. And you know, he's starting to get a little bit older. We know Hurdle wasn't the fastest guy ever, um, but kind of finding that quote unquote old man game of just being smarter than some of the guys you're playing with that positioning kind of starting to edge into that, that next phase of Tomas hurdle, um, especially a guy coming off two knee surgeries, right? We know again, hurdles, never the fastest guy, um, but it's not like he's going to be getting much faster. So I think for him, making sure he's in the best possible shape uh, trope alert coming into next off season, but um, you know, just, being more selfish with his shot. And that doesn't mean go out and shoot eight or nine times a game, but kind of, you know, getting back to that 30, 25 to 30 goal score that we know Tomas Hurdle can be. Um, and I think finding the right teammates, I think this is the, the, the right, the like right line mates for, for Hurdle. And I think finding a top six guy who can kind of be a little bit more defensively detailed, but still provide like a nice, a good two-way winger for, for hurdle. Right. Um, most likely he's going to have a guy like William Eklund on his wing. That would be mine. Or maybe like a Jacob Peterson, um, kind of a younger guy who's maybe still kind of figuring out their way. So I think going out and getting a, maybe someone who can be a bit more defensively oriented uh, or defensively detailed to partner with hurdle, but can still be a 15 to 20 goal scorer with hurdle. I think that is the best plan of attack for the sharks is, and there's plenty of time to dig into that. I, I don't have an answer off the top of my head of who I want um, waiting right now for evolving hockey is going to be putting out their contract projections. So, you know, it's hard to try to be like, Oh, just go get this guy want to be realistic right about that and i think this is as i kind of build my roadmap for the sharks to kind of start to turn things around that's gonna be one of the things right is they're gonna have a little bit of cap space how do you utilize that do you go out and try to find a top six guy who can play with hurdle and help out hurdle and, and kind of be that you know, kind of be an answer right be the bear banoff uh, for, for, you know, for hurdle. And then you can have, you know, a nice Eklund on your wing or Jacob Peterson. And then your second line, you can have Couture, Bear, Banov and Eklund or a Jacob, you know, type of players. So, um, you're starting to kind of build legitimate top six lines instead of just some, a bunch of middle, a bunch of middle to lower six guys who kind of playing up in their role. So, um, yeah, so, I'm personally not, I think this was a blip in a road. I think a lot of things happened defensively um, or a lot of things out of hurdles control that hurt his defensive numbers. So going forward, I expect hurdle to kind of bounce back, um, especially the defensive numbers. I think, I think a lot of the, I think the Sharks defense wasn't as bad as, it looked and that's something we'll get into here um pretty quickly pretty soon about whose fault it was right um i think a lot i think you can place the blame of to lie this on the goalie's feet and them not 
making as many saves as you would would have liked or hoped to. Um, Again, there's defensive breakdowns. Hurdle made a lot of mental errors that you would like to see him kind of correct. Um, But I'm not worried with Hurdle as he's going to be starting year two of this eight-year contract with the Sharks. And I I think we're going to see plenty of uh, great days from Tomas Hurdle. Um, especially if he can continue to, if he can shoot, go back to shooting more, being closer to that, you know, almost three shots per game type of player, uh, especially without having a Timo Meyer um, to defer to as much. And then I think also for him, again, just finding the right line mates for him, I think it's going to be the big thing too. So, um, so yes, little cause of concern, but I, I don't, I think this was just a blip in the road for, for Tomas Hurdle. I think we're still going to see good Tomas Hurdle going forward. So um, thank you guys for checking out Locked on Sharks. Um, if you missed double episode yesterday, uh, so we talked about Logan Couture, and then we also had uh, Sam McGilligan on to talk about uh, Andrew Crystal. So if you haven't checked those out, go check those out. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about Capo Kakinen, um as he enters the final year of his contract. And if it's, the Capo Kakadin experiment um, might be over here soon. So uh, make sure you guys follow along wherever you get podcasts to so subscribe or follow for free and make sure you check it out on YouTube where all the episodes drop first. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at locked on sharks. Follow me on Twitter at locked on sharks or at, sorry, follow me on Twitter at my fry hole and I'll be back tomorrow until then. Bye friends.